Welcome to Bridge Nine Podcast, episode number 12. I'm Tyler. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. Welcome. Welcome. Number 12. Dozen. We made it. Thanks. Wow. Wow, wow so, thanks. Schultz, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell them about some pre-orders we have going on right now? Oh, we got some pre-orders going. So, first we have Gallows, Desolation Sounds. Pre-orders launched this past week for that. You can check out a video for a new song, Bonfire Season. I would probably advise not watching it if you're in a work office or so. Can you uh, describe the video a little bit? Uh, it's, it's a lot about, I think it centers around sexual domination, more or less. Is that accurate? Do you like getting sexually do you like, dominated? Do you enjoy being sexually dominated I've never really yourself? Been strongly sexually dominated. dominated. Strongly. But vaguely? Vaguely. Very vaguely. So Vaguely sexually dominated. So I don't have the experience to say whether or not did I you enjoy, enjoy that I, I mean i probably would what happened no yeah well, how did you we're already getting we can't even get through the promo here <laughs> how are you well, how are you no, 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 no. Uh, we can revisit it but no, let's no, no, get through no, no, the promo how were you vaguely sexually dominated was there a ball gig i think my hair was pulled a little bit you don't even what you don't even have much hair that's that's the domination the gel I'm, hair? I'm trying to tell you, I wasn't never. I've never, never really been sexually dominated. You just said vaguely. vaguely. She pulled the gel out of your hair. The quote unquote gel. She pulled yes. the gel out. And then what? She used it as lube. <laughs> no. You used your gel as lube. Yeah, she used my gel as lube. Lubrication. Nothing else. You just got your hair tugged a little. Essentially, That's- yeah. I've never really been fucked around with much. You think you would, you would enjoy it if you were? I might, you yeah. a bowl gig and your hands were tied behind your back? Nothing crazy like that, have you? Yeah. I don't think that's true at all. Every night. You've spoken at length about how crazy it is when people get violent during sex. I've never I've never said it was crazy. I just don't I don't get the appeal, personally. But different strokes for different folks. You're into it. You like the ball gag. I don't know. I've never had the you ball like, gag. You want a woman to rollerblade over your penis. Is that true? You want to be dominated uh, like that? that. Ooh, yeah, ooh, you want know. that. Ooh, and the the rollerblade wheels are little saw blades, and she's rollerblading. That's, that's over truly your penis. a different stroke for a different folk. What about this seltzer bottle shoved in your ass? Yeah, <laughs> lubed up nice and good with some Vaseline, and right up there. We're getting real crazy. Not even five minutes <laughs> in today. Wow. All right. What else we got? All right. Sexual. Uh, Jesus. Christ can I ask you one more question about the music video? So I it's, still have it's, like two more pre-orders. Okay, well, listen, sure. it's an erotic video. Okay. Right. It is. Did you get erect while you were watching it? Did I get legitimately aroused? Yes. No. Vaguely aroused? Like physically, Vaguely. Like physically aroused, no. All right, no. what about, did it make you feel tingly on the inside? I don't think there are any tingles. If you were in a more... I think I can, we were watching the video at work. I think I can suppress the tingles. If you were watching at home, would you have been aroused? Would you have allowed yourself to become more aroused? I don't aroused? know if the, the shots are prolonged enough no. to really... Capture full stir arousal. arousal in me, yeah. True. I mean, the actresses are attractive, obviously, but... You need longer, prolonged shots to become aroused. Don't you? Sure. Uh, Do you exactly. think that's that was the direction they were going for? They wanted to get you just... Quick little tastes? You know, like, not fully aroused, but, you know... Slightly aroused. Yeah, Slightly. I'm sure that was in the, uh, the video <laughs> direction. direction. Yeah. I bet it was. Get the listener slightly aroused, vaguely aroused, but not fully aroused. That sounds like something that would be pitched. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be an interesting uh, intent. Yeah. Dark and sexual and violent. Perfect. Perfect combination Perfect. for the kids. <laughs> the MTV generation. That's all they care about. This would have made it for a good MTV video if uh, 
They still show that stuff. All right. So what else do we got? Well, anyway, yes. You can get that <laughs> pre-order now. Desolation Sounds is up. the album. What yeah, that video just went up Monday. Monday. Yeah, on Vivo. So it's on Monday. YouTube. Check it out. Buy I'm it. out April 14th. Buy it. That's correct. Long pre-order. Uh, also. Buy it. Okay. Buy it. Buy it. Are we good? All right. Uh, also, for pre-order, as of this past Wednesday, Alcoa's Parlor Tricks. That will be out February 24th. Oh, you can yeah. listen to the first song to be revealed from it, all dolled up over at allpress.com. Oh, yeah. So check that out. Oh, it's, yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty I cool. I like the record. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. heard you sing along to it a couple times. In Very your falsetto memorable. voice? In the falsetto yeah. voice? Oh, probably. Yeah. Sing it a little. Give us a little number. All the secrets I That's not even false. You sound like George Bush singing. <laughs> George Bush or, or, or a South Park character. <laughs> yeah. Singing Alcoa songs. Sing Great. a little number for us. No, because that's like us revealing another song, but through a really strange oh. Schultz karaoke version. <laughs> no one wants that. You know, we need to think of creative outlets to <laughs> premiere songs, man. It's true, yeah. <laughs> So fan- Derek, how do you feel about this? For for song number two, we're gonna have me sing it as George W. As Bush. George Bush on a as George Bush in a South Park episode. But it's also like it's just uh what is the fucking term? Oh god. A cappella. It's just me singing the song. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's pretty good. Perfect. That's creative right there. Yeah. Creative Perfect. genius, Schultz. That's what art's all about. We're really kicking these promos into the second gear, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we got to get people engaged. That's what it's all about. It's true. And then we have War on Women. Brilliance in Motion. War, War on, on Women, Women, which has been, the been pre-order's up been up while. for about a week or two now. But if you haven't gotten on it, you still can. Yeah, you still it's a self-titled can. record. Yeah, you should. Um, self-titled album. I don't know if we should reveal it yet, but you'll have a little surprise in your pre-orders if uh, oh, you pick yeah. one up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't reveal Oh, I won't reveal no You just got to buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. To figure it out. Yep. All, all right. For promo for you. Is that all you got? There's some tours announced. Yeah, we don't want to, That's okay. We can. We don't have to talk about I'm not that. Going, yeah, yeah, check, yeah, out, yeah. check out bridge9.com for all the latest updates. Yeah. And go to b9store.com so you can buy it. Now. One more thing of business. For the first time ever, I want to say, we have a calendar that we're doing. It's supposed to be in um coordinating with our 20 year celebration that we're kind of celebrating throughout this year and yeah it's pretty cool it's got one band for each month so there's 12 different bands represented and i think there's a few other images sprinkled in it looks really good chris did a really good job laying it out the best part about it is we're giving them away for free for any orders over 30 dollars so 30 dollars or more we'll just get this thrown in so it's really cool so keep an eye out for that other than that Tomorrow, as of the premiere of this podcast, is our flea market, second semi-annual. It's the Bridge Nine Punk Rock Flea Market, and that is uh, Saturday, January 17th. Tomorrow, we got our sick flea market that we're doing. We're all going to be there. We're going to be selling everything, I think. We're going to have a little setup where you c- we can kind of guide you towards what you might be looking for, and um, we're going to have a bunch of other labels and businesses there. Triple B Records is going to be there, Painkiller. Death Wish, um, Six Tor Feet Johnson, Under, Six Feet Under, Arrest, Arrest Rest. Records. Yep. Shout out to Johnny Limit. Lots more, and a bunch, bunch of other people. And I think we have 
off the top of my head, like a candle maker is going to be here, which is cool. Something unique and DIY. Um, about 30. We think we have about 30 various vendors confirmed. Yeah, so that's cool. You should definitely stop on by if, uh, if you're in the area. The address for that is 119R Foster Street in Peabody, Massachusetts. Building right here. four. Third Building floor. Four. That's where we're at. That's where we are right now. Meet us. It's going to be a good time. time, yeah. Right, Chelts? You had, a good time. A good time. you had a good time last year, last two years ago? <laughs> 2012. That was a fun day, yeah. Remember you wanted to ask the girl working at the cell phone kiosk on a date? Did you? No, that was something you were trying to put me up to. No. Ask out the girl PJ that wears pants. pajama pants <laughs> to work. Wait, was she wearing pajama pants? Yeah. Is this like ironic? Like she wasn't, you weren't into her? I think it was more like. She uh, was cute. Yeah, yeah, this is an ironic thing. No, she was kind of cute. She just wore For a girl PJ that's pants. not probably my type, yeah, she, was, she wasn't bad. But not someone I could really envision. How is that not your dating. type? You're all about convenience and 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 being comfortable. That's she's she's living that. Touché. You're she wearing is. an adult diaper right now. Yeah, you are. You got me. I'm wearing an adult diaper. You have you have during the recording yeah. of this podcast. You haven't used an actual toilet in in weeks it's because true. you've converted to adult diapers because you say it's more convenient. What's the point? Yes, this is a thing that's happened. Apparently, I, I know. That's why we're talking about it. So, like, you should get a, you should be into that. Pajama pants, sweatpants. Perfect. What a yeah. what a couple. Yeah. Girl who wears pajama pants to all her mall kiosk store shifts. <laughs> and you wearing your started adult wearing diapers. adult diapers at twenty nine. Yeah. Okay. But it was a choice, you know. You're committing to it. Yeah. Can you change me right now? Actually. No. <laughs> That's creepy, well, man. You always do I know. something why weird. Why would you? Why well, would you say that? Oh, so I would change myself. Yes. No, you don't. It's convenient, so you, you just chill it, it up until it explodes off your body. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I apparently haven't changed this since I've been wearing it the last three weeks, so. No, you haven't. It's disgusting and terrifying. <laughs> but we support you because we're your friend. Wow, you're such a good friend. I know. You're, you're not my friend. <laughs> Just co-workers. Associate. Co-worker. Unfortunate associate. Unfortunate associate. Yeah. Would you even be alive if it wasn't for me? Yes. You've been so sick lately. You wouldn't be alive. What have you done to make me feel better? I know. You said... You said I make make you feel better by just being around you. No, it's also the multiple sex requests you make towards me every day. Sex requests that doesn't make me feel better. I think it makes you feel very well. No. And that cures him of his illnesses. Actual quote said by Ryan Boone during the past week. Here we go, Schultz. We go. I just want to suck your cock. I didn't say that, Schultz. That's a lie. That's slander. You just like to say these crazy things, man. Are you high? Did you take DETs? DETs? Now they're DETs? Did you drop them before the podcast? What the podcast? hell is a DET? Do you see God right now? Where's Yahweh? Point them out. Yeah, you're looking right at him. Yahweh. Yeah. You're looking right at him. I'm your God. First they were wrestling. Ryan move. is your God. <laughs> now there's an anagram I don't even know what it stands for. Ryan is your God. I'm your God. Get on Wish. your knees and pray to him. God says, give me $100. And unleavened bread. Give me all your shitty quinoa bread. <laughs> that quinoa bread is real good. Is nah, that what that shit is over there? No, yeah, it's quinoa bread. It sucks. Why is it? Why did you buy it such specific bread? Because oh, I want like a multigrain. Did you read it on a blog? No, fuck you. <laughs> did a it blog was just there. To get the I want like a multigrain bread? slash like wheat bread, and pretty much every single kind Trader Joe's has has honey in it. So true. That's not a grain. Honey's quinoa? not a grain. Honey. Yeah. Honey's not a grain. No, but obviously it's commonly used as like a sweetener for multi-grain. Why do you need a sweetened bread? I just want something that's not white bread because that shit's boring and tasteless. It's good for you. I feel <laughs> like you sure would love white bread. bread. 
What? I feel like you would love white bread. Remember, he's healthy now. Mad vanilla, son. What? You're mad vanilla. I'm mad vanilla, so I like... You like white bread with mayonnaise, fucking, and that's it. Yeah, mayonnaise <laughs> all over it. Mm-mm-mm. Mayonnaise, white bread, ham. I like some simple things, but I. Are you simple I think I've moved on from white bread a long, long time ago. So you you haven't had white bread in years. That's actually true. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Even when like you go out to eat, you say, "Sir, if this is on white bread, I refuse to eat." I'm it. I'm saying I may have had white bread if it's all that's available, but if but I you make a stink it, about it, I don't make a stink about it. It's not some catastrophe if I can't get something with a little grain or wheat in it. <laughs> a grain. It's so casual. It's not a catastrophe. <laughs> it's good to hear. Well, since glad. you try to act as if it's another if proportion I like to blow out of. Where are you going? What? You're not saying anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. What did you do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? Yeah, let's catch up. We've been gone last week. So was, many weekends. Was a... Uh, was great. We got to premiere the the Agnostic Front interview, which was cool. You all seem to be into that, but we we didn't get to get together and do this last week. So, That's true. what have we been up to? Put your phone down. Put your putting my focus. Focus. Put your fucking focus. Put your fucking phone away. Shouts. Put that seltzer bottle away. Focus. That you're threatening me. How was your how was how was your weekend? How was my your weekend was good. How was your weekend? What'd you do this weekend? What'd you do this weekend? I asked you a, I asked you a question. You good. answer it now. Good. What'd you do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Why Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Friday night, I don't think I... What did I do Friday night? Do you remember? You probably... Uh, you probably microwaved some meal, jerked off, and played NHL with with some weird people online. That wouldn't be totally inaccurate. Yeah, but sounds I feel about like, right. No. You were no. so high you can't even remember? No. I don't remember what I did Friday. Saturday, I hung out with uh, a girl. Oh! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh! Who? You know who. <laughs> Can't reveal names. How did it go? It went well. Is 2015 your year? I don't know. Maybe. Whose year is it, baby? Well, last time we talked, we we thought it was going to be my year. Then some, some bad shit happened. So I thought maybe it won't be my year. But is it good shit's year? happening again, so maybe it will be. Whose year know. is it, baby? Say it. Schultz's year. Whose year is, that, year is, is it? that what you want to hear? Yeah, whose year is it? Schultz's year. Say it, uh, say it, with, say it, with, say it with, with conviction, passion. right? Say Scream it. it. Say Scream it. it. I can't even force it, man. Say it. 2015 is going to be my year. Say, fuck, fuck yeah, I'm going to come a lot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, right, come alive 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you. And this so, weird raspy voice that you came up with for me. So 2015 for you started on an extreme low, but it's climbing back up? It could be, yeah. What's been your best year in the past, like since since it turned 2010, whatever this, this new decade is? What's been your best year? The best year of the 2010s? Yeah. You guys are just rapid fire with the questions you know, today. Huh? It just came to mind because I, I feel like last year was bad. I don't know if any was bad. Last if any, year was a, probably the worst year for you for i think I for know. a lot for anyone it's, it was probably the worst maybe year. 2010 itself i don't know what happened in 2010 nothing in particular just nothing was terrible. that when you got the promotion at walmart to log wow garden? that's funny man 
It is, I never, it is got, isn't it? I never got promotions at Walmart, and I didn't. I thought you got promoted to Lawn and Garden. No, he just got moved around because he was incapable <laughs> in the other department. I quit Walmart in like 2006. You fuck. <laughs> I don't know. That's not true. You were didn't you start there in 2006? Oh, you were cleaning. No. You were working. At, you were working at Enterprise. Was oh, Enterprise. this when you were at Enterprise? He was yeah, cleaning yeah. cars and stealing people's iPods and wallets. <laughs> Did not steal people's <laughs> wallets. Eating, Cheeto, eating Cheetos off the back seat. Oh, oh, <laughs> you did that at least once. <laughs> If you saw like a half-eaten bag of Cheetos, you, you know you would have had the rest. That would just be freaking something, and no, I didn't do that. Did you ever eat anything out of the, the rented car? If it was closed, maybe. So you had, you did. <laughs> if there were unopened bags of chips, I may have eaten some. Of course. So you did this on multiple occasions? Yeah. I don't know if I did it on multiple occasions. You got fired it's and rare. brought back from that. It's that rare job. that you find unopened food in a Why were you fired? Because his driving record was so bad. Yeah, but they brought me back. They needed you. They needed some experience. Maybe, yeah. You what did you so actually good. do? Didn't you just clean the cars? Well, you also drive customers and cars back and forth to locations. And you stole someone's iPod? Someone left oh, an iPod shuffle in a car. And you put it in your I, pocket. I presented it to my bosses. No one ever called for it. So, yeah, I kept it. So you stole it. I didn't steal it. I claimed it as my own after it went unclaimed for a period of time. That's, the That's right how these thing things to do. work. And it became yes. yours? Yes. You think it's yours? Or are you just watching it for somebody? What if the person comes back tomorrow? They show up here and they're like, hey, I'm looking for Brian. I left my iPod in a car. No, I left my ago. iPod shuffle in a rental car four years ago and I would like it back. That's yes. going to happen. This is the what thing what if happen. that happened? Would you would say, you give it back or would you I'll say, buy them a new one? You so what? you don't even have it? You destroyed it? It's broken. Why'd you break it? I dropped it in the snow, and then That's the, volume, the volume control That's fucked so, up. So wasteful. So you I got a couple good. So you were borrowing it. someone's iPod and then broke it. That sucks. That's <laughs> shitty of you, man. It's a, I don't know about "borrow" is the right word for the situation. Steal. Yeah. You stole. It. <laughs> you stole it. You stole I love that you take this one someone. small thing that I did and try to blow it up as if you? I killed a human being. I didn't say you killed anybody. No I said you robbed that. somebody. We're saying you stole yes, someone's iPod. Yes, I robbed iPod. someone at gunpoint. I didn't That's say at gunpoint. That's not even stealing. No someone left something that. behind. <laughs> We're saying you technically stole someone's iPod. No, I didn't. IPod. You took something <laughs> that was not yours. Theft. It wasn't theft. Theft. You must have had. It was an idea. a gift. You know, you thought it was a gift. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they How left could... it behind, and we tried to give it back. And so, oh, I did give it back. Hey, you chased him down the street. <laughs> hey, man, your iPod, your iPod. And, and they like, no, 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 it's a gift. We held yeah. on to it, and they never called. So you think they seem not, not to calling. care about it too much? If that was the case, you, you think, think that not it was call- a gift? Yeah, it means it was a gift. That translates into a. What do you want me to do about it? It's going to sit in a drawer forever and get no use. That. Do the right thing. That's the right do, thing. Yeah, do the right thing, man. No, the right thing would be to not let that the Chinese slave laborer's work <laughs> go to waste oh and get some use out of the, the product that they were forced to yeah, make. Yeah, you appreciated it so much, you dumped it in the snow. Hey, I got like good two, three years out of it. An iPod shuffle? Yeah. I feel like you can't even use an iPod shuffle. Doesn't it literally oh, just no, no, randomly no. play Actually, songs? Sorry, it wasn't a shuffle. It was a nano. nano. Oh, so it was nicer. You Slightly stole nicer. someone's prized possession. Prized possession. Right out of their, their back pocket. That's frightening if that's someone's prized possession. Why? Wow, that's You're rude. a fucking thief, man. You are. You should be locked up. What if that was a kid's like 10th birthday present? He just got it that day. Somehow and boom, I doubt that. You stole it from him. Yeah. 
I feel you should like be more were... responsible. Oh, here we go with the justifications. It was a gift. They should have been more responsible. <laughs> That's crazy. What would you prefer me to say? I would have preferred I'm you. a terrible human being. I, and I should like... turn myself into the police. No, right? yes, yes, no, no, no. Exactly. I think at this point, that's your only option. But back then, I think what you should have done is there's no way you couldn't have had a record of like this person's address or whatever. You should have done the kind gesture of mailing it back to this person. I didn't have their information and my you definitely bosses had wouldn't give yeah, it to me. Of course you would have. I don't it. have access to that. I'm just a car prep. You couldn't get it from them? I wasn't going to dig it out of them. I think we oh called them and they said God. it wasn't Yeah, of course. Why would you dig it out of them when you can steal their iPod? Yeah, of course. You got a free iPod. The story keeps Not changing. Bad. Yeah, it does. Oh, you guys are so perfect, right? You've never quarter done anything law. bad in your life. No. Nothing that bad, that's for sure. No, I never yeah. robbed someone blind like that. Yeah. Yes, I robbed a blind person, Ryan. That's what happened I didn't in the situation. Say that. <laughs> oh what my is wrong god! With you? You, may, you basically did. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my god! So you literally just, a, just said I didn't rob someone blind. It's a, it's a, it's a phrase. It's a catchphrase. You're too literal. Or you're accusing me of robbing blind people. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. This isn't Stolts. a one-time thing, though. You've stolen other things in your life, haven't no. you? No. Yeah, you okay. have, too. What have you stolen? I don't remember. You don't remember? You don't remember going to jail? Didn't we talk about this <laughs> on a previous podcast already? I don't what? know. Stealing? Yeah, probably. So. Going no. to you when you got yeah, arrested? Yeah, definitely did, actually. Well, we did. No, we we're didn't. just retreating things now. No, we're, no, we're not what are you talking about? We talked about shitting our pants. Retreading. Retrading. We, we did were, not talk about what, How many have things have you stolen this. in your life? A lot. I don't know. I was kind of a kleptomaniac when I was little. Whoa, how young? 11. What would you steal? Baseball cards, probably. <laughs> like your stores. classmates? No, stores. stores? Yeah. Would you just put them in your little pockets? In my little pockets? Yeah. Probably the big pockets. Yeah, but you were a, you were a little, so you only hit little pockets. True. Yeah. So you'd steal baseball cards, specifically? I don't remember us discussing the podcast topic being, what has Schultz stolen over the course of his life? <laughs> well, sometimes shit just happens, man. You know? So you stole baseball cards. <laughs> and what? Did you ever get caught? <laughs> what, what brought that era to an end? It sounds like you were like the king for a while. I don't know. Maybe I developed a conscience conscience and you're like you know what i feel bad you put too many too many local stores on a business yeah. <laughs> it was like a wave maybe, of these, maybe these long island small like comic shops shutting down because <laughs> schultz was stealing so many baseball cards from yeah, them. maybe that's what happened did you ever get caught no you ever been caught doing anything stealing? bad yeah yeah what did you get caught you stealing? Know. you know you got arrested at the mall for stealing milky pens Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Well, it was about me that. and three friends. The friends had had this like stealing ring that they had going every week. <laughs> you I sold want, them on the playground because they would steal shit from the mall, sell it on the playground, make money. Hell yeah! So I, I wanted to get. In, I wanted to get. I wanted to get in on that. Yeah. Pick the bad week to do it because we got caught. We got caught with the milky pens, red milky pens, beanie babies, huge bags of candy. <laughs> and you went to jail. I didn't go to jail. They were pulled your, us. Were your parents disappointed in you? Yeah, pretty disappointed. Did they tase you? Yes, my parents tased me. Your parents, they the tased you and locked you in the basement? You got it. Yep. Chained you into the basement? This is all accurate. So, so Bonnie life. knows you're a th- fucking thief? Yeah, she knows that happened. She just still loves you just the same? Yes, because it was a dumb teenage mistake. You were a teenager stealing Beanie Babies? <laughs> to sell, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, you don't want to make a little money on the playground? You 
The playground as a teenager? Sell to like the younger grades because you were middle school. You used to have such ambition, man. What uh-huh. happened? <laughs> All you wanted was you that green, like, and look at you now. You the ambition care. was tangled up in illegal activities, though. So. Illegal activities. So sometimes you got to do that to get a little cash money, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Got to do what you got to do to get ahead. I'm really curious what you guys did this weekend, and if we can... You didn't even say what you did this weekend. I did. How did it go hanging out with said girl? What? Said girl. How, it went well? Yeah, it did. Well, this week... We had the idea, actually, just a few minutes ago. We were kind of tossing around ideas because it's kind of a slow time. Well, not slow, but, like, I guess there's not a, not a lot of fests going on. There's not um, a ton of... Many obvious topics. Yeah, no, there's not a lot of obvious topics. The holidays have passed. I guess that's... I kind of forgot that that was, like, the big thing we had been doing for a couple months now between Thanksgiving and, I guess, Halloween, too. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. Like, the holiday season kind of took up a lot of our... Our time, which is cool, gave us a lot to talk about. But this week we were struggling, and then Ryan just recently had a good idea. Like, just talk about bands, hardcore bands in particular, who have like kind of drastically changed their sound. And we kind of, we kind of were debating what that meant and and whatever when we were originally talking about. It. We decided, you know, let's hold off and just talk about it on the podcast and have like a real actual conversation about that kind of stuff so yeah i think we all agreed that was a good idea um so i guess we'll just uh just kick it off i think a couple bands we tossed around were i guess let's start with an older band like og hardcore so like ssd and that whole era of bands we wanted to mention they all went hair metal yeah every band was right yeah, pretty much. I mean, SSD. you're we all we all know about the early stuff, but obviously, Ryan, you that's something you really you're really into, and you know a lot about. So, like, Gangrene was it like yeah, was gang- it a very drastic thing where like all of a sudden they just oh, went yeah. like from from hardcore to yeah to like glam metal, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, SSD yeah. went from Get It Away to like it what it wasn't as as hair metally as the last album, but yeah. it was like. They just all went rock. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of what I've heard is from like the American hardcore documentary um, about that stuff. But I mean, I think it was Gangrene. They meant they talk about a lot in that. Where yeah. wasn't it almost like they were being pushed like by a major label or, or a bigger label or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Gangrene they wanted to turn up. them into just this big rock band with like yeah. skateboarding Skate as their metal. aesthetic. Yeah, they had, and they stuff. had like a hair metal video with like skateboarding yeah. and stuff and like. So I mean, obviously, I think every, the general consensus on all of that is that it was like it all flopped. Antidote, it was like terrible. Antidote did it. Dys, SSD, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Even Void has a metal album too that never got released. Oh really? But you, it's like you can like find like rips of it. Yeah, it's actually not like as bad as some of the other stuff. It's not it's, as corny as some of the other stuff. No. Yeah, because I mean, I guess you can see it with like like the some of like the big like metalcore bands that that play like warp tour and stuff now like you can see that those bands are obviously so far removed from hardcore but that has been going on since almost the beginning you know <laughs> where these bands get an opportunity to change their sound and get really big and maybe change their look i mean that's not that's not a thing that hasn't happened in the past so yeah definitely started somewhere but there's definitely that that whole era of bands kind of did that it seemed they all the failed. Part. Yeah, they all they all flopped, and then they ended up kind of either breaking up and then coming back as like they're almost like trying to erase that part of their history. Yeah. It seems for the most part. 
I mean, you, you know, it must have been like a time and place thing. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I wasn't there. I don't know. You know, yeah. a lot. I know a lot of bands just say they just wanted to do something different, play something more technically challenging or yeah. whatever. But I think it was a little bit of that. And I think, to be honest, I think it was these bands were playing somewhat aggressive music and like hair metal and glam metal was huge at the time. So, like, what's like the best way to like make that a thing, you know, <laughs> like yeah. cash in on that a little bit. So I can see where that, that comes from. And I'm sure some of those guys probably as they got older, it was like a more challenging music, you know, when they learned to play more than three chords, they wanted yeah. to try to solo. So they, why not? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Do something like that. But the little, the few albums I've heard by those bands who have done that, it is it is weird though because it's like it, there still is that like hardcore element in some of that stuff too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like s- some of the songs are faster. The vocals aren't quite as like goofy as some of like those those hair metal bands. So yeah, there's still like some element that they didn't lose. But. Yeah, which is but it's like almost it's just like weird. It's this weird yeah. like mashup of those two things. But I mean, speaking of those bands and bands that did kind of a similar thing that didn't quite go as poorly i guess like crow mags and agnostic front doing kind of like th- more crossover thrash stuff yeah yeah worked for like, them worked well for them but they did go more in like the actual like thrash direction instead of like yeah which like i guess metal. you what instead of just yeah. like hair metal instead of hair rock. metal which i honestly definitely worked out better and i actually i would say like further hardcore because i mean that stuff eventually just spawned like the idea of metalcore in general in like the late eighties and nineties. Yeah. So that was definitely a, a thing that worked for those bands and worked for like kind of the future of hardcore, I guess. But yeah. What other bands did we, do we want to mention? Well, then we talked about all the bands that tastefully changed. Tastefully. Yeah, there are, there are, yeah. there are a lot of bands. I feel like the, the, the beginning people, they, they kind of fucked up, but yeah. If, People learned how to progress. Yeah, in as, like as good time ways. Went on. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is like, I guess natural progressions. But like, it wasn't like this force. Like, okay, we're gonna take this one sound and suddenly sound like that. It's just like that's what they were into, and maybe we're always into, and just figure out how to do it the right way. Oh yeah, finally, and like, yeah. I mean, I think it's for the best. I mean, most of the the bands I really like that play hardcore play like a a different variation on it or some kind of subcategory, I guess. So that's cool. But I don't know what bands do you guys have in mind? Ceremony. Ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be too uh, self promoting, of course, but granted they're, they've left the label since, since then. But in fact, if you know, their two most polar opposite albums probably are off B9, of course, the first and last one. Yeah. Putting violence against violence, violence against zoo. That's, Two pretty yeah. different. That's when we kind of started talking about, like before the podcast, and like we did say, like we all agreed that it, if you listen to all of their albums, that you do see like the progression naturally, but it still is pretty drastic. And like Schultz said, like if you if you pit Violence Violence against Zoo, like you couldn't even tell they're the same band, honestly, which is which is cool. And I think most people appreciate most of their stuff, yeah, or at least like. I don't know. There, you always have the people who like they're into fast hardcore, so they want violence, violence. And when they put out Zoo or even Roner Park, like they weren't into it. So obviously yeah. that happens. But 
I feel like they they pretty successfully pulled it off. Yeah. They haven't lost a lot of their fans yeah. and people. Yeah. If you watch the live show reactions, it. it's almost like equal reverence for all the material. Yeah, they still play their their older stuff, but yeah, I feel like they're one of the few bands that kind of like were able to like transcend their scene and like yeah. like kind of put themselves in a whole different scene yeah. and like be accepted into yeah. both still. Yeah, like they actually are able to work both. Like they can play like indie and like punk shows but then they can still play this is hardcore yeah, like, like what did, that was that weird band they toured block party right yeah, Not really. yeah weren't like, they like they, one of those like dance revival bands yeah kind something? of fish yeah they can tour with a band like block party but then play this is hardcore and yeah. tour with like iron lung and shit yeah, yeah. which is cool unique dynamic yeah that yep. not many bands can pull off i think that's that's good though i like that's it seems like a good goal to have and that's i feel like they've kind of like definitely changed their reputation i remember like <laughs> Growing up when I was younger, like Ceremony, it was like this like crazy like violent band, and like yeah. seeing them was insane. And now it's like pretty uh pretty tame, pretty tame. Yeah, I mean even like up until I feel like up until Zoo, it was still kind of like that. I know Roner Park, they were messing around with other stuff, but that still had some fast like oh, yeah, aggressive yeah. songs on it. But definitely prior to like Roner Park, like they were still definitely considered. Like I remember they played a like a hall show. Yeah, around here in Cambridge, I think I I wasn't there, but I remember hearing it was like A it was super packed, and then B it was just like nuts, wall to wall. Didn't they play there. like? Am I crazy and thinking of something else? Didn't they play like an after show? Somewhere yeah, I, I was at it. Yeah, that was that was a little bit after that. I think maybe a year. What so we talk after, about? But yeah, it was yeah. this small yeah, like that. practice based type thing. Then it was I think it was them running out and calling it Arabia. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it was. Like, Way too many people were there. It was they were a big <laughs> band at that point too. Yeah. Oh, I think Nightbirds played too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good show. That's Not pretty bad. wild. But yeah, ceremony. I mean, we're talking about B nine bands. Schultz disagreed with me earlier, but I think Half Heart. It's pretty well acknowledged that I think their transition from the things we carry to songs Scream in the Sun was pretty drastic. Um, you don't really. Agree. I don't know. It it doesn't sound that crazy of like i'm not saying they went from playing like like hardcore to like no like a hip-hop yeah it's obviously the same genre i mean but maybe it was because they were putting such a different spin on youth crew in the first place that yeah i mean i i just feel like if you took i think if you took pat flynn and his vocals and and delivery out of out of the rest of their stuff you wouldn't think that if they had a more generic singer i think the recordings are pretty different you think I'll so? say that, yeah. What on what between things we carry and songs of scream? You think so? I think the recordings are they sound very different to me. Because yeah, things we carry sort of has that like crisp. Yeah, things like, we carry is well, a lot more. Jim, well, things Jim we Siegel carry is tone. That, yeah, it's it's that uh, I for, Dean Do, something. I thought Jim Siegel produced that. I forget. Was it Dean Belton? It was. was the, it? It's. I think it's actually a studio based in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, um, or somewhere else but it was he did a bunch of like that era of like, yeah. hardcore bands actually yeah, a bunch of like bridge era. nine stuff it's it's who did the, the rude awakening record yeah he did rude awakening but like prior to that he did i think it's the same guy that worked on like american nightmare records yeah like no warning and, and no like warning that. and um he did ruin at least one ruiner record um at least that studio might have been different like engineers but it does have a distinct sound um a couple other bands too i think guns up recorded there too but we don't we don't need to look it up. Oh, I want to get it right. You want to get it right? Yeah, it was Jim Siegel actually. Jim Siegel. I was right. From yeah. where? Jim Siegel doesn't say where. I don't think. But yeah, Jim Siegel has that like mid two thousand tone, and then 
the songs of scream they did well, some I mean, of that they recorded with someone else Kurt Ballou, Kurt so i still feel like both albums so have, have a very well recorded sound i think they're they're good they're just different i think but see i think what also maybe it's because you don't this isn't an insult but maybe it's, it's because you don't play an instrument yeah i think you're missing the parts that they did right. really change about their songwriting and their playing yeah, like it could be that like i'm kind of i'm coming at it from a the things we carry like has that like heavy heavier straightforward guitar yeah and on um song scream of the sun it's a less distorted like the chords are different like i do think it's like a pretty drastic change they went from just playing power chords to Some, like something more open yeah opening things up and not only playing as fast or like straightforward yeah. and you could see that i don't know it's just it's definitely a little different i don't know if it's you went with less gang vocals change. yeah that's like true that. too i don't know i think it was a. Uh, and they even cited different influences. They yeah. cited Modern Life is War sure. all of a sudden as an influence. So yeah. they obviously went for something. I don't know. I see it as different, but um, I think I think I'm also putting it against bands who like made like pretty significant like audible changes. Like to me, it is for me. I guess, right. but like we were talking about Blacklisted. Yeah, Blacklisted is a big one, but at the same time, like to honestly, to me, Blacklisted is more gradual than although than than Have Heart. Well, it's it's also hard to compare because Blacklisted has had a longer, like, like amount of more albums. Yeah, more albums, like a uh, more points of like changing. To, to, Blacklisted to pull from. things seem more drastic to me. Yeah, I think I think Blacklisted. You pit that early stuff against like no one deserves to be here. That's like almost as crazy as the ceremony. Yeah, like, beginning and ending. But at the same time, there were like I feel like um, heavier than heaven is like a is a like a middle point that you can see yeah. i can see both ends of this you know they had the yeah. faster more straightforward stuff yeah. but they did have like the weird stuff with like strange yeah. auxiliary instruments like shakers and tambourines and stuff yeah. that they started doing on there and and again i do think that's one of those bands that has like a singer that like even on that early stuff where they were like pretty heavy like straightforward heavy, like mosh kind of pretty kind tough. of hardcore band yeah um i feel like george's lyrics and vocals were still pretty unique for what they were doing yeah but, but yeah, I mean, they, their most recent album, I mean, they're on the verge of putting out a new album, but the one before that is like Nirvana influenced, like yep. <laughs> this open, slow, well, not slow, but like mid tempo, yeah, like, like almost grunge, grunge yeah, grungy, still pretty much hardcore. Yeah. And people say it's, it's singing, but it's almost like this weird, I don't know, his vocals are like strange. It's almost like a vaguely southern, like sneer to it, kind of. It's like this this yell but at the same time like it's occasionally hitting notes but sometimes he's hitting the wrong notes but it doesn't sound off, off. like it works yeah. it's so like it's so unique that it works but no it is pretty crazy and i think that's one of those transitions that worked really well for the band i think people did some people did come out and hate on it and whatever but i think most people they think they've kind of established themselves as like one of the best hardcore bands of all time at this point, honestly. Probably, yeah. I hear people say that a lot, and I think it's because they made those changes. But at the same time, even with that being said, I feel like they didn't really influence anybody. Blacklisted? Yeah, at least that when they started changing. Yeah. People didn't really catch on to that and like yeah, say, I want to sound like that now. Yeah, they're not a band I ever I see like, anybody citing as an influence. Yeah. No, I, I do see them citing as influence, but I never see like... I never hear like, oh, wow, that does sound like black. I could see it happening over the next 10 years more often. Maybe. But I feel like... There wasn't, like there wasn't are, an immediate impact. Like, yeah, I feel like that's usually the thing. Like, you don't see a bunch of local bands yeah, true. all of a sudden sounding like that. 
which I did see that with Half Heart, and I did see that with a verse and and stuff like that. Like, yeah. and even Ceremony, you know, I've, I don't know. I guess Ceremony before they changed, I think they influenced more bands. You yeah, know, you saw a lot of fast hardcore bands oh, yeah. playing when Ceremony started getting big. But um, yeah, they kind of just stand and stand on their own, which is cool. But what else did you you say? You said refused. You, you wanted to mention refused. I got no yeah, opinion because you have no opinion because you're not familiar with the catalog. No, they were just a straight up like funny like youth crew straight edge band at the very beginning, and then it sort of molded into something that was a little more like mid '90s. It's like a little bit more mid tempo, I think, a little bit heavier. And then obviously they just went full scale craziness on Shape of Punk to come yeah. with the jazz breaks and everything, the weird interludes. I never like the heavy I, nation of Ulysses I, influence. When I first found out about Refuse, I tried to love like the Shape of Punk to come, but I never really loved yeah, it I've, as I've much as other album, people. But yeah, it doesn't it do anything. It hit me in the right way. Like I, I guess it's I'm just so not weird easily and still, in, like super intense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like. I think they went too far with that, like, we're going to do something different. You know, and even, like, in the title, The Shape of Punk to Come, I don't know. It's almost like... It's pompous, yeah. It's, I don't care about it being pompous. It's almost just, like, it's too, like, too calculated, I guess. You know, like, they were, like, set yeah. out to, like, we're going we're gonna to change they things. They kind of did. But did they? What bands ended up sounding well, like Well, yeah. That? I mean, they... They just, just ended up sounding like Rage Against the Machine, which had already been done. I don't know about that. I think they ended up sounding a lot like Rage really Against the so? Machine. <laughs> yes. Do you listen to some of those riffs? And even like the the way the vocals are yelled a lot of times, I guess vaguely. No, it does. But I think it was more like the influence they had was like to inspire hardcore bands to like do something different, do something like way Maybe. different. Yeah, I don't know. And fuck with the template without actually like sounding like that. You know what I mean? But like, was there a big era of that after that? What did that album come out? Nine ninety eight or something yeah. like that. Did bands take that? I feel like it, almost there was a resurgence of more straightforward bands after that. Youth oh, crew you were, came back again. You were trying to argue that Snapcase never really like changed too much, but if you listen to that last album, it was definitely like more melodic, a little weirder. It's a lot slower than their other stuff, Maybe. for sure. I guess I'm I'm more thinking of bands, and I guess if I'm saying this, Half Heart isn't a great example, but bands like Blacklisted, where they did go from like they they just did something like real kooky, you know, that like yeah. it would be hard to like if that's your only point of reference, it would be hard to re- really call that band a hardcore band. Kind of, you know? Yeah. I think that argument is a, a well-debated uh, one, I what? can say. Whether Refuse is a hardcore band or not. Well, I'm, I, they still are. I think it is. I think it has a lot to do with the, the ethic and, and whatever, more than it does the The, the actual sound. If you, if you ask me, I think so. It's the one it ends up being, yeah. But, um, Yeah. I guess another another band worth talking about is Converge. I think yeah. I think they changed a lot and I think they changed pretty drastically just from um what was the last one before Jane Doe? Was it Unloved and Weeded Out or was it Forever Comes Crashing? Forever Comes Crashing? I think it was Forever Comes Crashing. I forget. I get I get those Isn't like Ryan the guy to ask? I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't like Converge anymore. I don't really like pre Jane uh, Doe. I I like I like a couple of the albums pre Jane Doe, but but to be <laughs> I'll probably maybe I'll edit this out if if it's not cool if you guys don't think it's cool but I feel like very early Converge is like really bad like I don't <laughs> think there's I don't, can't listen to it at all the Converge is one of my favorite bands like currently and, and, and has can. been for a while you have to discount a but like era. like the early early nineties Converge I I don't like at all I I don't 
know what they were going for. I know they were really young and stuff, but like, but weird like B grade like Slayer riffs. Yeah, <sighs> kind of like it kind of turned into that. But like even like the super early, what's that? What is the first? Like earlier, well, I don't think anyone's really citing the 1993 converge material as, as no, like no one's citing it. Tattoo but like, material, it's a yeah. thing. Like it's very out there. You know, people know yeah. about it and listen to it. But yeah, I don't know. It's that stuff. But then, like the mid to like late, I guess the late 90s converge. I I do like it, that's when they did sound super thrashy and heavy and like head mosh parts and like it was definitely like you say head mosh parts. No, had mosh parts. Oh, okay. Um, but then Jane Doe was, I think it's pretty drastic change. They, they started yeah, getting in the real true. kooky territory and I don't know. They weren't afraid to do, uh, even like, it's almost like they got heavier and more extreme, but they also weren't afraid to get more melodic and do some singing and stuff too. And like have long, longer songs and I don't know. Yeah. Interesting, weird record. Yeah. Right. So it ended up being extremely influential. Yeah. A lot of bands. Definitely. Probably yeah, probably one of the most influential hardcore records of that time, I would say. Yeah. At least for like he- like heavier hardcore like that, like Yeah. very obviously metal influenced hardcore. Cuz obviously at the time like American Nightmare and Carry On were were doing stuff and those heavily influenced things in their own way, but what else do we got? You said you wanted to talk about Turning Point. Yeah, Turning bit. Point. Yeah. I like that. I like the later Turning Point material they way got, more. They only got, yeah, they only got better and better. The full length is still really good, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, it has that like pseudo judgy late 80s youth crew sound. And it's yeah, like, I still, I still like everything. That's probably but... one of the best albums of, of that sound. But if they had like kept building off the, the split material, yeah, it would have been incredible. Those those songs it's themselves are obviously fantastic. The acoustic guitar, yeah, love it. That was fresh for uh, that era of hardcore, doing stuff like that. Yeah, it was like a it was just like a weird like Revolution Summer like continuation without sounding too much like that stuff. Yeah, yeah I feel I, like I, I feel pretty like unique. They ended up sounding more modern than they were, which is weird because yeah. it's not like they could predict the future or anything, yeah. you know. But I feel like their later stuff ended up sounding more like it could have come out 10 years later and it's, it would have fit in and yeah. made sense. Yeah, it's true. I don't know how familiar you guys are with bold at all, but their, mm-hmm. their like later material was also like, like we, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It was more like, like alternative rock influence had like solos and like, <laughs> I don't know. It was like, it's like good though. It like, yeah, it works. It works. Mm-hmm. Aside from like the, you know, they started as like, the it's like youth crew stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean some bands can just make that make that change work and some bands can't, I guess. What are some other bands like more recent bands or somewhat recent, like pre I mean post like early eighties that like made a change and it kinda of failed terribly. <laughs> we think of any? I'm sure there are plenty, but I think any off the top of my head. I don't know. <laughs> it's forgettable You're for the a reason. King. Yeah, but it's forgettable for a reason. Oh, the distance. Distance. Oof. Yeah, that was B nine. That was crazy. They changed their sound drastically after the, our release, correct? It's not like the Offspring or something. It was nuts. <laughs> Still love that one EP the, though. It's great. Crying girl with the smeared makeup. Nice. Try to go for the uh, My Chemical Romance thing or something. <sighs> something sick. like that, I guess. 
bad. It's crazy. They were like the next carry on and then tried this new thing and then we're never heard from again. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't try it. <laughs> I mean, no warnings. Suffer Survive did not go over well. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell sometimes when like someone sees a band is like getting some hype and then like a bigger entity like tries to stick their fingers in that mm. and like like the dude from Lincoln Park. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so funny though cuz like you listen to that No Warning record and a song will start off and you're like okay this is just like a pretty decent like hardcore riff sounds like No Warning and they'll just break into like a chorus that literally sounds like the guy from Lincoln Park singing <laughs> on that record. I, I thought it was for a while. Like I thought he just like did guest singing on the entire album. <laughs> sounds exactly like him. But like but what's weird about that is a, there's kind of a r- little bit of revisionist history going on with that, where people are now like, like saying that album's like good and they always liked it and stuff. Oh, yeah, there, there. I think there's a small minority of people that that really back suffer survive. Yeah, but I think there's it's becoming like a thing where it's a little bit like cool to like. Yeah, it's like cool yeah. to like because it's goofy. And honestly, I think it did end up influencing bands a little bit too, like. I mean, even Cruel Hand. Cruel Hand. Like, Cruel Hand did some of that, that singing stuff a little bit. Yeah, like, when I heard that new Cruel Hand song, I just thought of Suffer Survive. Yeah, well, that, but even before that, Cruel Hand did a little bit of a uh, little bit of that, some singing kind of stuff on their records. Like, Kind of worked a little better on those other records. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but uh, they did that. Um, I mean, Guns Up would, would do a little bit of that stuff, too, sometimes, and they're obviously influenced by No Warning. But, um, yeah. 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 What else? So I was reading this article recently that that piqued my interest that I thought I would bring up. Squirting on Vice. What do you mean by squirting, Ryan? Yeah, you should probably clarify here. Squirting as in the the female Female sexual release. Ejaculation? It has been confirmed by scientists that squirting is piss. This is one Vice article. Has, did it say? Did you read? It's, did you actually read the article? I skimmed it. I skimmed did you though? I did skim it. Or did you yes. just read the, the headline? No, I skimmed it a little. And it's been confirmed. It says scientifically sure proven or something. It's not advice. Well, what did the study say? How many? How many women was this tested with? I didn't get that far into it. The headline <laughs> says it You were so all. fascinated by this article that you only skimmed. Yes. Very fascinated. How does that make you feel? You don't believe it. I believe it, but it's. It still seems just like weird. Why? Like then why was it called squirting in the first place? Why isn't it just piss? Why isn't it just excited pissing? That's what it, it is. Sounds a lot worse. Excited pissing sounds a lot worse than squirting. It's arousal to the point you just that's have why to it release had a your bowels for so long. Your bowels? Yeah. So you shit? I don't think piss comes from the bowels. Where does piss come from? <laughs> <laughs> your bladder. Yeah. You release your bowels. Your you shit everywhere. That's so hot and romantic. <laughs> Oh, baby, you make me feel I mean, so good. We were talking about different strokes before. For for folks, that is hot and romantic. Well, that shouldn't be. Yeah. That shouldn't be for Cleveland anybody. Steamers. No. Do you like that? <laughs> no. A Cleveland Steamer? Yeah. Probably not. What no. is a Cleveland Steamer? It's when you take a shit on a girl's chest. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You're such a weird bro. I'm not saying yeah, I enjoy you are a that. Weird bro. I'm just aware of its existence being a thing. That's not a weird bro thing. It's People have those genuine I scat bet you fetishes. watched Two Girls, One Cup, didn't you? We all watched it. I did. I did not watch, watch that. Bullshit. I have not I seen a, a single frame of that. As but, soon as I heard what it, even when I got the hint of what it might be, I was like, I have no interest. Oh, it was in like the car this. crash type thing. You, you had, you had to. Watch I'm not it. that type of person. I'm not the type of person that wants to see decapitated heads and shit everywhere. Like that's too <laughs> real for me, man. 
Did That's you get aroused real. watching by, that? By two cups? Yeah. No. A little. Wait, did I call it two cups? Sorry, two girls. I, There's only one cup in this uh, situation. You got one know. cup. But back to squirting. <laughs> you don't think it's... Yeah. You think the article's bullshit? I don't think the article's necessarily bullshit. It just seems weird. Maybe it's like... Like, disappointing in a way, I guess. I don't know. Have you ever made anyone squirt? I made a girl or two squirt in my yeah, life. Why is it disappointing? <laughs> is it disappointing because you've been pissed on, or is it disappointing because you don't think it's, like, as much of an accomplishment for you? I guess I guess people or people who made girls squirt probably thought it was, like, a cool, mysterious liquid but I still, I guess it kind that they of, managed to lure out. Well, I don't know even that, but, I mean, if you're still making someone uncontrollably piss from yeah, pleasure, I guess that's, that's still kind of an accomplishment. Sort of, I guess. It's, right? Or... It's kind of just like making someone laugh really hard until they piss themselves. So you got pissed on by two she women? She was laughing at you so hard that she just pissed. <laughs> More so or less, been, I guess. You've yeah. been pissed on before by girls? I don't think, I don't know if any got, actually, yeah, some probably got on me, yeah. So can you describe how, how it went down? Because I've never witnessed this in real life. Well, you kind of just, well, you, you have do. to do this like specific fingering motion. Like what? Describe it out loud to the... To our people, listening to the kids, well, use your fingers. Which fi- yeah, which this, fingers? Like, uh, I would use my middle. And Wait, were you pointer. like going for this? Were you like specifically? This was yes. your goal. Yes. Okay. I Did was you, told this is this is how you who told you do this? The girl. Yeah, the girl. All right. So you take what fingers? Middle and pointer. Middle and All pointer. All right, and then do what? Make a horizontal motion until horizontal. until it happens. Isn't that just what you normally would do? Yeah, probably. So there's nothing special. It just happens. Just so happened to happen. Yeah. And then what happened when it happened? It was a little, I guess, piss explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. little piss explosion. A little piss explosion. Jeez. This was a long time ago. How, like... Years. No, but like, the explosion, like, was it big or... It wasn't big. It was it was a fair amount of liquid. Sizable explosion, piss explosion. It was like a small water balloon being popped. So, okay, sure. What do you think at the time? That was cool. Yeah. So I was told this is like hard to accomplish. So, but at the same time, I feel like piss has a pretty pretty strong, distinct, disgusting smell. But did you smell that? No. So then maybe... maybe or maybe this person was just very well hydrated. Well, science right. Right. Here's the though. thing. Piss doesn't always smell. If you're very yeah. well hydrated and drink a lot of water, then... Maybe. It's true. Honestly, it does still have a smell, though. It's still... You're still know. ridding your body of toxins. It's still toxic waste, Schultz. Yeah, but I feel like if you drink enough water, it waters down those toxins enough to where there's no smell. And it's just water like You're supposed to piss body. clear. And I'll, I, All right. I'm, well, regardless of that, yeah. Ryan, why, why, where did you come across this article anyway? Where do you think? Facebook, obviously. <laughs> Did so, so who posted it? Just a f- random Facebook friend? Um, probably. Yeah. I don't remember. Just Where like a high school up. friend or something. Perhaps a sponsored link on True. Facebook. Sponsored I don't know. Link. And it intrigued you. Made you <laughs> quick bit. You fed into it. Yeah. The Vice article. You wouldn't read click click that if you saw it. I don't know. Probably not. I do sometimes get roped into shitty Facebook stuff. But yeah, scientists prove that squirting is piss. I don't know if I would have because I, I mean, it. like you said, that says it all in the headline. What all, what all I have to read? That's true. I should read the whole article though because I don't know. I'm interested to see how. How concisely this was tested. Probably pretty concisely. Someone spent their, their money on this, huh? Their time and their effort and their money. Yeah. Studying this. I bet it was some guy who was like really 
butt hurt he could never make a girl <laughs> girl squirt. Some fedora, like, gotta, man. Yeah, some, so he some, demystified some it. Some fedora scientist who was like, ah, I gotta I gotta poke holes in this. <laughs> I gotta break them down. Wow. Wow. wow so you've been pissed on, huh? <laughs> if the Vice article's right, I guess, yeah. You enjoy being pissed on? This kind of ties back into you wanting to be dominated all the time. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Coming full circle on it. Yeah. You like you like when we dominate you every day, emotionally. I don't definitely don't like it, as you witnessed today. You like when I put a hood over your head so you can't and steal see my anything? possessions. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly enjoyable. I'm hungry. <laughs> we should wrap this up then. Yeah. Squirting, a good note to end on. Great note. If if you're with someone and they squirt, it's piss. Tell them they're gross and kick them out of your house. <laughs> Stop pissing on me, ma'am. <laughs> Wowee. Well, wow, indeed. it's been a roller coaster of emotions and topics on this episode. Whirlwind. Well, this has been Bridge Nine Podcast, episode number 12. Thanks again for uh, everybody that's listened so far. It's uh, Things seem to have been picking up recently, and that's really cool. It's nice that this has been paying off. So we're excited. Um, I think we're, we're working on some cool guests for the next few months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have some really cool guests coming up, actually. Um, next couple weeks in particular, you guys might be really excited about that. It might be a really fun uh, collaboration of sorts, and we'll just leave it at that. Very fun. Um, but, yeah, that's that's been it. Uh, if you want to check us out on iTunes, throw us some reviews, some stars. We'd really appreciate it. Anything helps. We also have our Tumblr, which you can check out for questions. Uh, when we get enough of those, we'll, we'll throw them in another episode. But until then... Uh, We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. You want me to say peace too? You can say whatever you want. Later.